Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. You're Stephanie. You're Robin. <laughs> and uh, we are in what I've heard in plenty of places. This is it. We have reached the top. <laughs> the pinnacle of drama. Yeah. The the best that Dawson's Creek can offer, uh, uh, according to sources, I'll say. Just looking at different like forms and stuff of the you know people talking. According about to opinion spoilers. Yeah, opinion spoilers. <laughs> um, and yeah, other than a few like really fragments memories, I don't remember anything after this. Like, I don't even know how it's resolved. I only, I've been spoiled on a couple of things, but I think I know them, know these things just because I've been spoiled, but not because I actually, actually remember them. Whereas this, Mm -hmm. this, this whole like run of episodes, I remember being like a Dawson Joey shipper and being very upset at what was going on. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, since this is like the top of the mountain, I, I actually hope it's not the top. I hope like, like we get some really, it continues to be this good yeah, yeah. or, you know, we just, you know, it goes down and then comes up and it goes down and it comes up, you know, by the way, some people say it just is like, this is the top and it's like a slow decline downhill from here. <laughs> But I hope that's not true. Um, anyway, since this is peak Dawson's Creek, that rhymes. Um, we're going to do something different uh, this this week. We're going to take these episode by episode and just kind of discuss uh, each episode rather than bouncing all over the place. Uh, we're not going to obviously recap, but uh, I'm talking to listeners, Steph. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm ignoring you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just listening. <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna do like a full recap or anything, but I, I figure uh, um, since you just work sixteen hours, I'm gonna you're gonna need me to guide you through this. Um, and uh, I didn't want, I, I just don't want to forget anything. I, uh, this is there's so much awesome stuff that happens here. So all right, so let's just start off. Uh, the longest day, uh, written by Gina Fattori. We're we're now approaching the end of season three, the year two thousand. Um, so this is the one with the repeating storylines, the Rashomon uh, structure, mm-hmm. uh, even with the same music cues. Um, I was very happy to hear Dido over and over again because uh, I like that song. Thank you. I'm not sure if that she was on the <laughs> version you watched. Oh, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this was uh, before her song blew up even further uh, by being a part of an Eminem song. So, <laughs> mm. so is Rashomon? Is that really uh, a correct? Uh, a term because like Rashomon it, uh, in the movie Rashomon it was for, it, uh, the same story told by several different people but everybody's perspective was different right yeah and this we see the same thing but we see we see from Joey's perspective we see from Pacey's perspective we see from Dawson's perspective mm-hmm. do we see from Andy's perspective there's a bit of Andy um, there's a bit of uh, Jen but both of those uh, I wrote in my notes are mercifully short because yeah you're right yeah. this is like this is like the same thing after over you and over see again. it 
Yeah, after you see it twice, you're like, okay, that's enough. Oh, I gotta watch it one more time. I, you know, but, we, we get through the good stuff, the chocolate of the episode, and then all of a sudden you realize, wait, we're doing this again, but we're doing this with Jen and with Andy's date. Oh. <laughs> all right. Yeah, but I was really surprised to see that Andy uh, is still interested in Pacey in a way. She's still trying to get over Pacey. Yeah, that just kind of, I don't know. I guess I guess maybe she decided that she was going to get back into the dating mood mode, and when she realized that uh, she's you know going after this guy, and then it re- realizes that she's just not as happy with Will Kretzky as uh, she is uh, with she would be with Pacey, like she was comparing him to Pacey. So, mm. um, but uh, yeah, I I've never seen Rashomon. Um, just getting back to you. Oh, you haven't? No, I haven't. I've, I've really got to sit down and just watch more Kurosawa than, uh, Seven Samurai. That's like the only one I've seen. And it was great. I don't know why I haven't watched more. Mm Mm-hmm. But I did, uh, I did note, uh, from, uh, one piece of trivia I picked up, um, that, uh, there was another thing that was very Rashomon- in a way, uh, different storylines happening at the same time. You get to see things from different perspectives. And it starred Katie Holmes, and it was a movie called Go, <laughs> which came out the <laughs> year before. So I don't know <laughs> if they're paying an homage to, to Go or not. <laughs> well, I just read on IMDb that you know they're, they're studying uh, the Watergate scandal, oh, and yes. they're watching Dawson's uh, copy of All the President's Men. And that that was a nod to Nixon. What was what was the movie that Michelle Williams was in the year Dick, before? Dick. Dick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Henry's. I, I got that too. Henry said something like, uh, "Well, Jen said that Henry said that it was lacking in cute teenage girls." That all the presidents. Oh, that's because right. Because Dick starred two cute teenage girls. <laughs> Michelle Williams and Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't it Nick Tortelli that was Richard Nixon in that one. I don't know. <laughs> The guy who played Tor- Tor- Tortelli in the... Wasn't he in Clueless as well? Anyway. Uh, um, oh, uh, that played uh, on Cheers as... Carla's husband? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what else is there to talk about in this episode? Uh, it would talk about how hot uh, Joey and Pacey are. <laughs> yeah, so you were kind of talking... This is what you were spoiled on, right? Did you wa- watch yeah. much more than that first makeout scene or uh no not much <laughs> yeah yeah i i kind of thought that there this was going to be the secret uh behind dawson's back uh affair for longer but uh it it blows up in this episode and, and uh dawson goes from uh from the hero of the show to the villain <laughs> mm. yeah that- i love I love that Dawson is watching um, <laughs> Last Picture Show. The Last Picture Show, yeah. and when you first see it, you can't really tell that he's mad. No, because it, it, I noticed in the in the camera work, it focuses in on Joey's face. We have to see this with Joey's feeling this like inner turmoil, but you don't notice that in the background. Dawson's actually his face is getting more and more pissed off, but you see it when you see things from Dawson's point of view. Oh yeah. You see, Oh, he is furious. Mm. Yeah. I thought that was brilliant. So do you think he just kind of, uh, um, sets like 
he learned about this and then went home and then started watching Last Picture Show thinking this is the first date that I had with Joey was with this movie. Um, and, you know, but it also has this theme of like two best friends and a girl that destroys their friendship and everybody ends up hating each other. Do you think he, like, he didn't know that Joey was coming over, right? <laughs> it seemed to work out pretty good in Dawson's. Oh, yeah, know? yeah. It was, yeah, pretty uh, convenient that all this worked out, yeah. Like, I was thinking, like, uh, you know, on the. If Dawson just got this movie and went home and watched it just to kind of mope about it, I'd feel more, like, uh, sympathetic to him than if he actually rented that movie and set that whole thing up knowing Joey was going to show up and so he could make her feel guilty about it. Yeah. <laughs> Without actually admitting to her that he knows everything. Um, yeah. So, I, <laughs> I don't know. Um... Uh, 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 what else? Buzz is still here. Buzz is still here. He's not going to be here for long. <laughs> it's almost as if he gets dumped off with Doug and then disappears from the show. <laughs> um, I had something. Dude, where is it? Uh, darn it, I don't have it. Anyway, oh, um, there was there was I looked it up. I found an interview with Jonathan Lipnicki um, online, and it was something about how um, he, you know, he, he was auditioning for different things as a kid, but he did it. He did uh, Dawson's Creek uh, for his sister. I think it must have been his big sister, who was a huge John, uh, Joshua Jackson fan. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, he did it so he could edu- end up introducing his sister to Joshua, da- Joshua Jackson. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, I actually wrote in my notes this whole, that whole thing where Dawson, um, you know, confronts them out on his front lawn. I mean, first of all, pretty dumb, Pacey and Joey, to just have an argument about your relationship outside your friend's house that you know keeps his window open all the time. Yeah. Uh, but I wrote down uh, a couple of lines from here. Is, uh, you were my best friend. And then um, Pacey says, I still am. And I immediately thought, Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so Andy is uh, a little bit of a... Uh, I mean, she really rubs salt in the wound with Pacey telling him how stupid he is and that Joey's never going to love her, love him like she loves Dawson. And then Dawson's acting pretty pathetic, too, where he just blows up on them. And uh, Yeah, I thought it was pretty... I, I thought it was pretty overall and ridiculous yeah. that Andy would cry over this. Mm-hmm. Like be so broken hearted or whatever or I love when Andy, Andy is like yelling at Pacey and then she ends up storming off and you and then the camera like stays on Will who's just kind of standing there like well I guess, I guess uh, I'll g- go yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah and it really does and you know what uh, I just got to keep reminding myself they're high schoolers you know so the overwrought stuff is. 
kind of realistic. This is everything in the world to these people. And, and I guess that's saying that um, Andy will never feel for Will like she feels for Pacey. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. The subtext there. Yeah. And I think that argument in Dawson's room afterwards when Joey runs up to try to talk some sense into him. Um, mm-hmm. Dawson gets really petty. I mean, he's still got that insecurity that Pacey's had sex and he hasn't. So immediately he thinks that Pacey just wants to have sex with Joey and it's nothing mm. else. And then he's like, oh, this is you wanting to find yourself. <laughs> Haven't we had that discussion a million times? It doesn't matter. <laughs> you still heard about it. Uh, and then uh, and then he just totally is like, we're not friends anymore. Get the F out. <laughs> And poor, I mean, Katie Holmes is doing a great job here, just yeah, completely shattered uh, by this whole thing. Um, and she's done a whole job with the the about the uh, uh, trying to um, you know just trying to deal with. Should I tell Dawson? I feel I feel like this is all my fault. Look what I did. Look what I'm doing to everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, there's our cameo appearance by the worst. Oh, you podcast. have a dog? No, uh, my my sister in law has a dog, and it is here. So, <clears throat> anyway, uh, uh, tiny tiny Hitler. Um, you, you do hear the German in this bark, right? Yeah. Okay. No offense to German people. Um, <laughs> the only other thing I wanted to mention about in this episode is is Jen and uh, how how terrible. Um, she messes up by letting Dawson know about what happened between Joey and Pacey. Like, it's just like, thinks that when Dawson comes over, uh, it's so funny how she just sends Henry in the house. And she's like, oh, please, please chaperone us. <laughs> this young person wants to get in my pants. Um, uh, that she just totally is like, oh, I know how you feel, you know, I'm so sorry. And he's like, what? And I, I, I'm, I love the whole, uh, you know, she's like, what should I do? What should I do? And Dawson tells her to keep it to herself and thanks for protecting me. <laughs> so, uh, good stuff. Good stuff. The longest day. I, yeah, it was yeah. a great episode. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I've heard, you know, I've seen in like the IMDb rankings, like this is one of the the biggest rated episodes of Dawson's Creek. And I, I, I wish, I do wish the Rashomon thing paid off a little better. It didn't seem so repetitive because there was a lot of stuff that was just like, okay, let, we're getting, breaking the bottle on the boat and, you know, yada, 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 moving things along. And then you finally see what's different. But like the, the whole answering machine message that gets screwed up. Uh, I don't know. Wait, what? Well, look, <laughs> do you remember, like, Doug was like, oh, my answering machine that has a tape in it because this is 1982. Uh, uh, uh you know, Buzz was playing with it, and then you find out in Joey's storyline that Joey was uh, trying to leave Pacey a message not to say anything to Dawson. Oh, right. And but the, the the thing about that is, like, I what was the point of that? You know, maybe if. Pacey did say something to Dawson, there would have been a point to that, but he didn't end up saying anything to Dawson. So it was just kind of like, there's some, some things that were, you know, different in each storyline that really just seemed like time wasters, like Will and Andy's date. Like who really cared about what was going on with Will and Andy? Mm-hmm. Although Dawson does have a great quote when he's, uh, 
Will asks for date advice and, you know, he's like, don't do a movie. I tried a movie. You can't talk to each other. Try the creek. Oh, you know, always, always, always bet on the creek or something like that. He says something bad. <sighs> Anything more in the longest day that you can think of? <sighs> I don't think so. <laughs> do you have I mean, notes? actually, <laughs> uh, no, I have no notes. And I watched this episode days ago and I've worked. This is why I say two long days and I'm very tired. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. I mean, I think it's a great episode. Um, I think that it was a huge risk. And I think that with the third story being from Dawson's perspective, from being the the third wheel, I think that was payoff enough. Yeah. It's like the the problem was the stories kept on ending on that confrontation. And I'm like, I want it. I want to see the end of that conversation. I want to see what happens. And it's like, nope, rewind the clock. And, uh, yeah. So it was kind of a tease where it was like, you know, this entire season was building to that moment. And it was like, uh, we have to go back again. Anyway. Uh, show me love. Show me love. Show me love. Um, um, you know, I kind of love this kind of episode because it reminds me of like, I think this, I love the CW or the WB <laughs> for episodes like this. Like yeah. Gilmore Girls was this all the time. It was Boat races? A, it was a big event in the community. Mm-hmm. You saw everybody. Yeah. And uh, nothing really happened. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the, the whole point of this episode was that Dawson was competing against Pacey and the boat race was a metaphor for winning Joey mm-hmm. and in the end Pacey is a good guy and he's going to yield and let Dawson win. Yeah. You know, I think the I think the writers of this show just going into these final episodes I think the writers of the show obviously were very much rooting for Pacey because they don't muddy Pacey up. Like, Dawson gets his hands dirty left and right, but yet Pacey is just constantly that solid, honorable guy, and he doesn't react emotionally um, except for just kind of retreating inside himself. Um, And, uh, yeah, and this whole thing where... You know, they have this whole discussion after discussion argument after the boat race is over and it's Pacey being like, Dawson, how crazy could you get? You almost killed me, blah, blah, blah. And Dawson's like, I'm a barrel of emotions. I am going to kill everybody around me. I'm going to blow up. And, uh, you know, it's just too bad they couldn't. uh, I don't know. Uh, give, I mean, because it's funny. But you see how they give Dawson. They do try to give Dawson some nice, nice moments. Like he is seriously deluding himself. He is straight up into like uh, you know movie land, uh, thinking his life is gonna. He's got like he's got to do like one crazy summer, like beat the beat the folks <laughs> at the boat race to uh, to win win the girl. And it's you know life is just not like that, you know. Especially when it's like uh, Pacey's not some douchebag preppy guy that you're trying to uh, save the golf course from. He's <laughs> Pacey is a nice guy. He's your best friend, you know, and he and he totally just doesn't think of that stuff. I don't know. I, but again, I just wish they would muddy Pacey up a little bit more. It would have really helped. Kind of, you know, going in these last few episodes, 
you know, I'd like to be like, oh, you know, who should I be rooting for here? But instead, it's like, I'm totally rooting for Pacey. I don't know what I was thinking when I first watched this, when I was like, oh, Dawson, come on, soulmates. I don't know. Sorry. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Well, it was because, I don't know, Dawson and Joey's relationship, it's innocent and sweet and pure and young and whatever. And uh, maybe that's where you were. I don't know. Yeah. May- might have to do with the fact that, you know, I was watching this week to week and I wasn't yeah. remembering maybe how evil Dawson was getting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know the uh, scene with. Uh, Brams and Jen and Jack and Andy making the the wreaths in the kitchen. Yes. I remember this is what I remember from back in the day. Oh yeah? Were you a part of a regatta? <laughs> no, no. I remember seeing this scene. This oh. from my memory for oh, okay. in the show. <laughs> I remember Grams and Jack and Jen and Andy in the kitchen. Working on That's flowers. what I remember. That's yeah. funny. And then poor Jack gets like like you know, he wishes he stayed on Flower Patrol because when he gets pulled onto the boat with Dawson, you know, uh, nearly getting a concussion from uh, that sail smashing him in the head. Um, poor guy. And then, you know, yeah. Uh, but what he says about the flowers, he was like, what do you see? This is when I, times like these, is when I wonder if I really am gay. Because he put right. together flowers. <laughs> oh, that was, it was pretty funny. I do like uh, how the competition was set up, you know, uh, at first it's like Pacey is the only one in the regatta and, you know, he's had this prior arrangement with uh, Gail to to fly the the Leary's Fresh Fish banner from his, you know, they're going to be his sponsor. And then, you know, Dawson's like, oh, I'm cool. I'm cool. No problem. No problem. And then he's like, wait, I do have a problem. And you know what I can do? I'm going to borrow a boat uh, from the McPhees and then uh, fly the Potter flag. Because you know what? I'm doing this for Joey. I'm not doing this for me. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to help the Potter sisters because I'm the better guy. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. And I wrote uh, I wrote down I must have been thinking this while Dawson was talking That just Dawson Dawson cannot even fathom Pacey having any sort of connection with Joey Or even anywhere close That uh, Of a connection that Dawson has with Joey Like he is convinced That Pacey's just t- Just took advantage of her mm-hmm. Which is sad Like man you really like hate your friend That bad <laughs> What did Henry do to Jen that made her so mad? Um, I think it was, um, yeah, it was in the previous episode. Um, Jen had blurted out the secret to Dawson, setting into motion this, like, huge uh, meltdown in front of the Leary home. And Henry is just there um, because Grams is away. Henry's thinking that something's going to happen. And he's he actually says something like, Oh, man, could we not be wrapped up in other people's problems for once, you know? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. She's just like, what? <laughs> I must be. I, I have to be because Grams, this damn show. <laughs> yeah, because Grams is out of town, and, and Jen won't let Henry come in the house. So yeah. they're sitting on the porch studying or something. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And so she's mad at him. I mean, Jen needs to – she needs – 
She needs antidepressants. She gets <laughs> mad too easy. I love it. She I needs anger it. management. She is. It's so funny to see her like completely like mature. She's got it together. She's got all the answers. But holy cow, does she have a hot jealous streak? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and so, is it this yeah. one where Henry's coming up with the boombox or the sign or something to the house? Uh, uh, I believe that's. Yo, yeah, that is that night. Yeah, oh god, this is the- <laughs> like he stands around with the poster board saying, "Will you please forgive me?" And then Grams is all, "Oh, to err is to human. To err is human. To forgive divine." And so he psychopath is standing outside Jen's place of business, like place of work, with the stupid sign, like outside the window, um, and uh, Jen. Ends up going out to, you know, with Gail's urging, ends up uh, going out to, you know, tell him to cut it out. And he just says, come with me, come with me. And he brings her up to the roof of Leary's Fresh Fish, which I don't know how he got access to it. And he's got this whole uh, beautiful picnic flowers and all this stuff set up. And uh, all the time Mm -hmm. I'm thinking. Like they do on TV. Yeah. All the time I'm thinking. Maybe Jack helps him. <laughs> all, the, all the time I'm thinking like A, I cannot believe Jen is not like You are a psychopath, please leave me alone um, <laughs> And also I'm thinking How many tables did she leave behind? <laughs> like She was like oh, That's right, they gave her the hostess job, right? So maybe Gail just took over Right I don't know. I was, again, thinking, like, that time when Dawson left the video store to go spy on Pacey and Joey at dance lessons. I was like, how do these kids keep jobs? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And is Pacey working at the the video store? We haven't seen any video store Pacey, which, you know, it's weird. Because Because who, yeah, he bought a boat. Yeah. Where did he get this money? (laughs) I don't know. And it's funny, it's like he's working at the video, he should be working at the video store where he would have this interaction with Dawson now and again, but I guess not. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there's so much more in this episode to mention. Uh, the, first, uh, I mean, Gail makes a, makes a move with Mitch, um, and I wrote down, uh, did this, Gail's quote, did this year go by faster than the last <laughs> And uh, at first I wrote down, I was snickering to myself. I was like, yeah, because we binge watched you. (laughs) But um, it actually was an in-show reference um, because uh, the sophomore year of of Dawson's Creek lasted the first two seasons. And this was the junior year and it only lasted one. So it was kind of a joke. Like, (laughs) yeah. So uh, I was sad to see Mitch like... I mean, of course, Dawson's his son, but man, you know, just after, like, so soon after giving, like, Pacey, you know, nice fatherly advice and being so kind to him and then just being like, well, Dawson's standing up for what he believes in and he's going to win this girl back and who cares about Pacey? And, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, Oh, and, uh, so, so the whole boat race happens, uh. Megadeth probably wasn't on your soundtrack, but it was on mine. Megadeth. Megadeth. I was like, is that freaking Megadeth? And I looked it up. I was like, yep, Megadeth. Um, Megadeth. Yeah, during that whole, you know, they were almost playing chicken for the right of way. <laughs> it's such like, 
Uh, I don't know. Like the most dangerous it can get in Cape Side is like, <laughs> excuse me, I have the right of way. You know, move your boat. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I, again, the whole blow up after the boat race, and I love how Joey's like yells at the both of them. She says, "I hate you for kissing me, Pacey, and I hate you, Dawson, for making me choose." Um, oh, and Will. Leaves. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of that's kind of um, tropey where. You know, a triangle. They at some point, one person has to get b- mad at both of them. Right. You know. But again, like Pacey's hands are completely clean. Dawson is the one that grab- gives her this ultimatum. It's like, you know, it's either be my friend and work this out with me, or be with Pacey and you lose me forever. Like you lose me as a friend, even. And then Pacey comes up to her while she's looking at that wall that he bought her, the super romantic wall. And he tells her that he just, he just, I, when she says that she's, you know, just try, you know, they're, they can't keep going on with this, whatever. He actually just says, I understand no ultimatums, you know, (laughs) or it's like, I don't know. Again, Pacey, super awesome guy. Um, but the last piece of trivia I had for, uh, this episode, uh, I copied from the internet. It says, uh, at the end of the episode, when Joey climbs through Dawson's window to take him up on the offer to rebuild their friendship, the movie she brings to watch is E.T. She tells Dawson Mm -hmm. she wants to watch something with an ending she knows like the back of her hand. Dawson reminds her that E.T. tells Elliot, I'll be right here. Joey says, right now, those are the most comforting words in the world. And uh, and fans will know, or observant fans, not people like me that forget these things easily, um, that we've come full circle. Uh, In the very first scene of the series, we open on Joey and Dawson watching E.T. lying in bed in the same positions. We hear the music to the end of the E.T. And Joey says to the unison, with in unison, with E.T., I'll be right here. We begin the series with comfortable friendship and banter, and in contrast, in this episode, we zoom out on Do- and jo- Joey and Dawson glancing uncomfortably at each other. Um, so, mm-hmm. <sighs> so that, I did I did not catch that, but when I looked up that trivia, I was like, "Wow, that's so cool." Anything else on this episode? <laughs> I think that's all. I'm trying not to I spend too much time on each one. Uh, the next one is anti prom. Uh, so okay, so on anti prom, so they're getting ready for the prom. They have to pay. For, they have to buy their tickets. And Barbara Johns. And I kind of, huh? Barbara Johns. Oh, that's her name. Yeah. And I mean, today it seems dated, but back then it made total sense. Yeah. That Jack he wants to be a he wants to be normal. Be a part of the prom, be like everybody else, and take a date. Yeah. But he can't. Right. Uh, yeah, this is year 2000. It, it's it's something that's definitely not, um, uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I would think, I don't know. I, I just can't imagine even in the year 2000 that they'd still deal with that. But then I was like, yeah, but this is North Carolina. But then I was thinking, oh, wait, no, it's not. <laughs> It's Cape Side, Massachusetts. <laughs> they film in North Carolina, no matter what memorial statues say, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I love only because it makes you think about these things and talk about these things, about how arrogant people can be. Um, I mean, Barbara, 
she brings up the whole like prom dates for boys and girls, and that's a little bit like the whole Adam and Steve, not your Adam and Eve, Adam and Steve thing. And then she brings up this whole like, what are you trying to prove? You know? Yeah, you're trying to force your agenda on me. Yeah. You know what? Everybody has an agenda. (laughs) Not just people who think differently than you. You have an agenda. Everybody has an agenda. (laughs) You know, it's funny because after um, Jack got turned away for the tickets, Dawson comes up to buy tickets, and I would have loved it. Maybe they just didn't want to play the scene, have have that scene have a laugh because of just the horror that Jack just went through, and the fact Mm -hmm. that Pacey's sitting nearby in earshot listening to Dawson buy tickets. But Mm -hmm. if he said, uh, you know, she's like, state your name, and he says, Dawson, Dawson Larry, and and she's like, okay, who are you bringing? And, you know, he says, Joey Potter, like, because... Everybody knows about Dawson and Joey, but it would have been hilarious if they played it like I'm bringing my my date's my date's name is Joey Potter, and she's been like, so "Hold on, what are you trying to prove?" <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> um, I I did note that this uh, uh, this character is played by an actress named Corey English, who doesn't have too many roles, but uh, I am on the Defenders podcast, uh, and uh, eventually uh, that podcast is going to get to the series Luke Cage. And apparently she has a recurring role on Luke Cage So <laughs> I, hmm. That's just so weird um, But uh, yeah So a- as a result Joey and Andy are are Super ready for another rally And I just it, uh, Jack so like just wants Things just to be normal And I love how mm. this character is Just like he's not like I don't know Like I need to Uh be free uh, with the choices I'm making and everybody's going to know about it and it's going to be a big thing and I'm going to prove myself to everybody. He just wants his life to be normal. He actually says, why does my life have to be a fight? (laughs) Which is so like, I don't know, it just makes it seem more, so much more realistic that he's not, he's not like every episode that he's in doesn't need to be a a CBS after school special and he probably doesn't want his life Mm -hmm. to be a CBS after school special. He just wants just to be accepted and normal, you know? I don't know. I just wanted to go to prom, he says. I felt so bad for him. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, looking at it today, it's kind of silly. Mm -hmm. But, like, been there, done that a million times. But back then, I'm sure it was, you know, brand new. Mm -hmm. So, Dawson... (laughs) Has already talked to Joey and like, hey, you know, we made a pact. We're two old friends. You know, we we made a pact that we didn't have a prom date. Um, you know, we'd go with each other. And I was so hoping Joey would be like, oh, well, actually, I wanted to bring J- Pacey to the prom. But uh, so are we okay with this <laughs> ultimatum? Oh, no. <laughs> so she actually just like, you know, lowers her head and like, okay, I'll go with you. Um, but when this whole... Uh, boycott the prom thing comes up he immediately is like ho ho hold on a second <laughs> i wanted to have this perfect night with joey so what can i do to um to still have it and he decides to um talk about the having an alternative prom the anti-prom um and you know i just i wanted him to be like doing this really for jack but he even admits in the end that he did it just to get joey to go to prom with them <laughs> it's so sad yeah. Yep. Thousand. Continues to look like a scumbag. Yeah. Ugh. 
Um, oh yeah, Barbara gets one more burn here where they're selling tickets to the anti-prom and she says, oh, at least I'm not going to hell. <sighs> um, so, yeah. Um, so they decide to have this prom at Larry's Fresh Fish. And uh, da, 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 da. Dawson gives Joey the, the mom's diamond earrings, which uh, oh 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 yeah, go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm no, just, no, you go ahead. I don't. I got I, weak I in know. the. I got weak in the knees. Talk about it. Talk about. It. I was going to go right to that. Oh God! So when Joey and Pacey dance, yeah, and they're talking about the earrings, you know, like these don't look like you, yeah. and he's like, oh my, woo. <sighs> Ha, ha, mama. That's hot. <laughs> Where he's just like, yeah. like rubbing her face, you know, with the back of his hand. Mm-hmm. Woo. And oh, my he, heart's just a fluttering thinking about it. Then he, then he <laughs> just touches her bracelet and he's like, this is you. Simple, elegant, beautiful. Yeah, because he remembered when she told him that she found her mom's bracelet. Like he remembers everything. Yeah. I know. I was like, man, these writers, they really want Pacey to be the hero here. Because she immediately's like, oh, it's my mom's. And it's like, of course it's your mom's. Damn you, writers. (laughs) Poor Dawson. (laughs) Uh, um, And he's like, I remember everything. Um, Yeah, and then Dawson has this pathetic blow up with Joey outside. And the evening is... uh, Yeah, the... All, it was all about the whole evening was all about reminding Joey how awesome of a guy he is, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and he even lays a kiss on her, and uh, and he goes, "That was how it was supposed to end," and walks away. And he wrote down <laughs> baller move, Dawson. Um. <laughs> 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 But uh, yeah, I, I I was definitely sad for Pacey. This throughout this episode, he's talking with Andy. You know, you're gonna he he's gonna end up bringing Andy to the prom, and he's just he's not Mister Happy Go Lucky anymore. He is completely like beaten, miserable. Yeah. yeah, and it's not like yeah, it's not like he's like angry at everybody. He's just talking low. Just you can see like his forehead is about a million pounds. You know, like the weight of the world is on his shoulders. And it's just because, you know, he's just in love with Joey. You can't have her. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Dawson gets to just try every trick in the book to get her back. Uh, um, so what did you think about everybody's look at the prom? The, what did you think about the girls anyway? Okay. All the guys. Andy's, Andy's eye makeup. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. First of all, this season... The makeup artist is using way too much concealer or a the wrong color concealer on everybody because you can see the white under their eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, that lilac eye makeup on Andy was hideous. <laughs> It wasn't that. I mean, Joey. Joey is like a, a gorgeous supermodel, and of course, she's wearing black because you know this is like her going to a funeral. <laughs> Forced to go on this date, uh, but Andy looked like I don't know what the hell was going on with her, and I wasn't sure. That's why I wanted to ask. I wasn't sure. If that yeah, was. not a good look. Not a good look. Okay, and she looked no. like a Wiccan. I don't know what the hell was going on with her. <laughs> but yeah, Joey looked lovely. Mm-hmm. So while um, 
while Dawson and Joey and Pacey and Andy are having all these, uh, you know, life changing times, uh, Jen is still arguing with her, uh, child, uh, boyfriend, um, you know, she she talks she talks him into she does the classic like, oh, I'm not I'm not a big no worries about the prom no I don't care about the prom and then and you know and then Henry's like oh you don't want to go she's like of course I want to go <laughs> yeah um, oh 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 and and she's like and you know we're not gonna have sex and he was like oh okay <laughs> yeah and then we're not gonna have the pressure of having sex I uh, mean why does it have to be a thing. It, it just is. It just is. Lock your daughters up. I'm telling you, it's it just is. It, it's been that way for many, many ages. My daughters aren't going to their prom, so um, that's you know that's good. <laughs> well, I'll let me tell you. When that comes around. <laughs> I went to the prom, and you're probably right. You shouldn't let your daughters go to the. Prom. Yeah, yeah. I went to a couple of proms. Now I wasn't successful at either prom, but I was ready. <laughs> And I was trying every trick in the book myself. I rented my parents' uh, fish fry place. and No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so it's funny how, like, she's like, oh, proms are lame. But, you know, take me take me to the prom, Henry. And then, you know, after Henry is like, oh, I'm going to, going to football camp. It's two months. What? No big deal. You know, Eight weeks football camp. That's yeah. a little ridiculous. That's a lot of football. And then she's, and then she's like, "Of course, I was going to have sex with you tonight." What the hell do you think this is all about, <laughs> uh, Jen? God, just drop the child boyfriend. It's just, ugh. Yeah. Um, and what what did you think about Jack and uh, um, Parker? What's his name? Ethan? <laughs> we, uh, I go ahead. I I, I thought I thought. Um, the opening of the date was really funny because Ethan actually says to Jack, can you believe we wore the same thing? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And, uh, yeah, Ethan does this whole, like, thing where, you know, it's this is a whole big thing about, like, Ethan's more experienced at the whole gay thing than Jack is. And Jack, Ethan's constantly like, you aren't ready, blah, blah, blah. Um, And he even says, like, you know, they're at the train station. He's like, just, you know, kiss me. You're like, and he says, there's no lights, no cameras, no, no network TV to cut to commercials. And I was waiting for Dawson's Creek to take a commercial break right there. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not ready for it. So, at least not in this episode. Anything else? <sighs> oh. To see a really good show, well, I wouldn't say it's a really good show. To see a show about that. <laughs> Who, a show that has its moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that Jonathan Groff show on HBO? Uh, uh, looking. Uh, looking, that's right. Looking, yeah. Looking reminds me of uh, of Jack's storyline because on Jonathan Groff's character is like like it's like he's a it's like he's a homophobic gay person, like he's. <laughs> Like he's so uncomfortable with himself that he's almost homophobic. It's yeah, it's interesting. That show has that show has bril- moments of brilliance and moments of meh. But <laughs> it, it, I, I got Jack's storyline is endlessly interesting for me because again, it's not like 
I don't know, it's not CBS After School Special. It's not hammering these big, giant uh, 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 emotions. It's it's just this kid who happens to be gay and is just figuring out what it's all about. I you know I wonder if it's more like like how I felt when I realized girls actually were kind of attractive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and uh, they—they're not all. They, I didn't want to just you know throw up every time I saw them. You know, um, <laughs> and I'm still figuring that out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, um, uh, oh, and last last thing about this uh, episode I wrote down is uh, uh, Gail proposing to Mitch, and. Uh, He's because of Mitch's, uh, he's freaking out. He's like, what? I love it. He, he actually says, what are we doing? Why do we have to? And then Gail is like, why do we have to analyze everything? And I was like, hmm, this sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to get into, you want to get into some true love? <laughs> true love. Yes. True love. Written by Gina Fattori, Jeffrey Steptikoff, and Tom Capinos. All three of them on this episode. And uh, aired uh, May 24th, 2000, so almost 16 years ago. Uh, So, um, where do we even start with this? (laughs) Oh, gosh. Let's see. Um, Should we get the least important stuff out of the way first? Uh... So Mitch and Gail are getting married, and Yay. Dawson and Joey are their maid are their maid of honor, are their maid of honor and best man. That's weird. Uh, well, you know they don't actually have any adult friends. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's Bodie, but he's just in the kitchen all the time, so we never see him. <laughs> he's either in one kitchen or the other. Um, yeah. So all right. Yeah, so they get... They oh, get, oh, okay, let me get, talk about the worst part of this episode. Please. I don't know. It's not the worst part of the episode. I love it, and I hate it at the mm. same time. So, Grams wants Jen to go tell Henry she loves him, or something. Yes. I don't know. So, they all get in the car, and they chase the bus down <laughs> at a rest stop. And she's running like an idiot to the restroom. Goes, tries to go in the men's restroom. Like, that makes me laugh. <laughs> and it makes me roll my eyes at the same time. Because why did she think he was in the bathroom? I guess because the bus had stopped for a restroom break. But uh, it was corny, but adorable. Yeah, it's definitely the uh, the end of the romantic comedy movie. Um, yeah. And, uh, I mean... <clears throat> All right. I, I loved uh, Graham's story in here. Um, you know, she's listening to these teenagers talk about, you know, the huge crises they're in. And she's like, you have no idea. And uh, she tells a story about how she kissed this boy before going off to war. And it's like, assume that is Gramps. But no, this is actually the guy before Gramps, the guy she was really in love with. And he was killed, like, on a boat heading into, I forget which war zone it was, but... Japan? I don't know. Something like that. 
But uh, yeah, but she ran and did this whole thing in front, emotional display in front of uh, in front of his uh, fellow uh, soldiers or whatever before he's shipping out. So uh, that Grams refers to flying on a C one thirty during the Korean War. The first C one thirty was not delivered until nineteen fifty six, several years after the end of the Korean War. <sighs> so she lied. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I also noted, why does Jen have a Seattle's Best Coffee Cup? Uh, no idea. Uh, that was just in the car. car. Um, but, uh, yeah, this whole Henry thing. I, she's Jen was, like, delivering death blows at the beginning before he goes off to football camp. Uh, <laughs> she actually says, I'm sorry we ever met. <laughs> oh, I am too, Jen. I am too. Uh, uh, yeah, so... Oh, man, I thought I had something here. Um, where is it? Where is it? Yes! So, I don't know if this is a spoiler or not. I I have no idea. But according to IMDb, this is it. This is the last time we see Henry. Ever. He's done. Michael Pitt. What? Yeah, they have this whole emotional, like, oh, I love you, or whatever. You can play the no. scene, blah, blah, blah. And he's never on the show ever again. <laughs> so I don't know what kind of story they're going to make up for where he is when uh, uh, we come back in season four. But that was it. That was it. Um, I do have an interview, though, with uh, Michael Pitt talking about Dawson's Creek. And he says, when I met Michelle Williams, I flew down there and she took me under her wing. I was living a double life. I was living in the projects in Fort Greene, Brooklyn, on my own since I was 15. I lived in this place that was kind of Murder Avenue. You're happy when people got shot because it meant that the cops came around. <laughs> so I was going from this world where I didn't even have a TV and had to tell uh, the network not to send a limo because one limo driver got fucked up in front of my house. <laughs> I'm going back and forth between these two worlds. I didn't want them to know. I felt like, oh my God, if these people know something like that, they'll fire me. Um, Michelle Williams, when I got down there, did something that was really amazing, he recalls. She drove me to a bookstore, and she just went through the bookstore and said, you got to read this, you got to read this, this, and this. He also revealed that one of her favorite books was by Herman Hess, although he forgot the title. He says, man, that was a long time ago. So, yeah. A little Yahoo interview with Michael Pitt. So, yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's just interesting that he's like living in this crime-ridden neighborhood and then mm-hmm. you know, flies down to go be on Dawson's Creek. <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> the next storyline here is that, you know, they, they now say, okay, Jen's reunited with Andy. Now we have uh, – Jen's reunited with Andy. Jen's reunited <laughs> with Henry. Let's take Jack to Boston to see Ethan. And uh, Jack uh, – We have this huge... It's so crazy because this is like a huge moment for network TV. This is the first male gay kiss on network TV. And uh, it's so like... It's so like quick and it's so... And nobody's enjoying it and it's not... Yeah, it like uh, doesn't work and... It's right in front of his boyfriend that he's now (laughs) back with, Brad. Um, Yeah. And I have actually another interview with Kara Smith. Who says, I remember the day, I remember the anxiety leading up to it. It was a big deal back then. I remember Josh Jackson busting my chops all day long. It was a big day. Of course I remember it. Um, 
And uh, Kaufman, on the other hand, we're talking about a guy who plays Ethan, mm-hmm. um, was more relaxed about the situation. I was definitely at the time very naive in the sense that I didn't see what the significance of it would be. I remember people saying we were there, this is going to be the first time this has ever been done in a one-hour drama on network television. I remember thinking, well, that's cool. For Kaufman, the real weight of what the kiss didn't really hit home until 2014 when he was being interviewed by a different journalist who had a very emotional connection to that scene. He was very emotional about saying that that moment for him was so significant to see two young guys in this really popular show and that was that it was fine. Um, I was sort of blown away. I'm so happy that it was something that made him feel better. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, you know, I remember listening to... Um Kevin Williamson and all the writers on the writers panel podcast back a few weeks ago, months ago. Um, he was, Kevin was saying that care Smith had no idea what was going to happen when he was, when he was given that part. And we think, you know, we wonder what, how is it for, cause that's how we always do. We always ask actors all these questions, you know, but really actors are professionals yep. and it's, they're doing their job. Yeah, that's what the job is. They do it. It's it's you know, and for us as viewers, it's completely different mm-hmm. than than uh, than an actor's perspective. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's funny too because they are both straight men. I think they're both married um, to a woman. Um, so yeah, it's interesting, you know. Um, yeah, and for young uh, a young man, yeah. you know, back back in those times, back in the back in the dark ages, back then in two thousand, <laughs> the year two thousand, you know, you wonder, like oh, yesterday. what did, did he think that maybe it would ruin his career? You know, because you, yeah, who knows? You know, who knows? I'll but, be typecast as the, as the gay best friend all the time, you know, because I played this one gay character. But, yeah, but actors like to play different parts. Actors. Yeah. We want to pigeonhole them. Everybody wants to pigeonhole them as one thing, but actors want, they want to spread their wings and be as broad, play as broad different characters as possible. And the great thing about Kara Smith is he can, he could point to Dawson's Creek and say like, this season I was straight and this season I was gay. (laughs) (laughs) I can play both. It's fine. Um, uh, so yeah, um, I'll just say, uh, also, see you later, Adam Kaufman. <laughs> we'll never see you again on this show. <laughs> That's fine. It's run its course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, oh, I, uh, I wrote down, and I honestly don't know this, okay? I honestly don't know this. But I wrote down um, after the wedding uh, that I actually wonder, like, is are Gail and Mitch going to be together for the rest of the series? I, I have no idea. Probably. <laughs> Or will this come back again? They get divorced again, and it's for real this time, or whatever. Um, just because it's like you know, I guess for an episode called True Love, you got to have a you know a couple happy endings. Um, oh, that, yeah, you brought up Kevin Williamson, and I, I know we're running long here. I, I definitely wanted to mention like it's so funny how like how wildly different it is from the beginning of the season to the end where we were talking about at the beginning of season three, just a couple weeks ago, <laughs> of how, uh, uh, Kevin Williamson, like turned off his TV and like cried after seeing the, the mess that they started with. But to think that towards the end of the season, like this is 
what many think is peak Dawson's Creek, and it didn't even have anything to do with Kevin Williamson. It's crazy. Yeah, and I think why this is so good, such a compelling story, is is so – oh, my God, what's the word? What was the word last week? (laughs) Last week, the word was parallels. This week, the word – this week, the word is um, you can uh, not a recognizable, but like everybody has been through this. Right, relate. What am I trying to say? Relate. Yeah, yeah, it's so yeah. relatable. Because okay, let me tell you about a story about my child. All right. I don't. I don't think my kid has ever really liked any boys except for this one kid. Okay. Right. Tenth grade, we're at a football game. Probably the only football game she's ever been to. All her little theater friends are are down. Uh, I'm sitting in the stands. This new guy who has come to school because he's in theater, he's in the 11th grade. And let me tell you, this kid has got gorgeous curly hair. He's cool. He's, I see him, and I text, to her, I text her that he's there. She sees him. She locks eyes with him. Her face lights up. Was okay. he wearing a varsity I, jacket? No. No, okay. these are theater kids. No. No, no sports. Like him situation. Boo sports. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so this boy likes her best friend, and they start dating. And so that's it. End of story. She does not like this kid hmm. because this is her friend's boyfriend. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you just don't. It's it's bros before hoes, okay? It's bros <laughs> before hoes. <laughs> I'm it's glad just, you could accept that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's uh, doing that to your friend. You just—it's really hard. And in this situation, it was—you know—Dawson told Pacey to go keep an eye on Joey. He did it. Right. Yeah. The end. Bottom line. And uh, yeah, I mean, I can relate as well um, because, as I've told you before, you know, my 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 wife. Uh, is uh, <laughs> is uh, the former girlfriend of one of my really good friends, uh, my best one of my best friends from childhood, um, and I actually went to him after they broke up and was like, you know, I'm really interested in dating her. And he, he actually was like, go ahead, she's really nice. It's just not doesn't work, doesn't fit with me. And uh, you know, luckily in that situation, um, I was her soulmate. It wasn't him, <laughs> so right. it worked out. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, luckily. It wasn't. I mean, I did, I did have a bit of a, I did have a bit of a uh, Pacey Joey Dawson situation in my teenage years, but uh, <laughs> wasn't nearly as cinematic. <laughs> it was just a lot of me being like angry all the time. Um, so yeah, my Pacey wasn't as cool. He <laughs> was a lot more flawed uh, and a lot more petty. <laughs> so I'll leave it at that. Um, they're both dead. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but what's so nice is over the three seasons, we have seen mm-hmm. Pacey develop as a character. Yeah. And we have seen Joey come to see him in a different light and just fall in love with him. Yeah. Because how could you not? The guy is like, is just a hero. Is just a hero from to beginning to end. He he just selfless. Yeah. Yeah. And and also like doesn't 
he doesn't, it, the, you know, he's humble too. He's not like he, he's braggadocious on the outside, but he is not, he doesn't actually feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> he feels like, you know, uh, he feels just like a townie, like a, you know, a, a shit upon, you know, never going to do anything good with his life. And it's just because of the years of abuse from his father and so on. But, um, yeah. So anyway, um, <sighs> Uh, I wrote down towards the beginning of this episode, why is everybody telling Pacey to tell his feelings to Joey? Like, do, uh, Joey knows what he, how he feels. Like, he's told her before. Why is everybody like Doug or like Andy, like, saying like, oh, you should tell her how much you care for her. It's like, no. I guess knows. to win her over? I yeah. don't know. Please, go act like Dawson. <laughs> Pacey. <sighs> No, he'd rather just put his get his boat going and take a you know a petty trip down to the Florida Keys. You know, um, I do like uh, how Doug ends up pulling Joey over to. Oh, that was cute. Casey's not going to tell her, but Doug, because he is secretly, if he is not uh, a, a gay man, he is definitely a believer in love. And yeah, big romantic. Big romantic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's funny. In his apartment, he's got the whole Broadway posters up. I wonder if they're trying to tell us something or just challenging us to think like he may be gay or whatever. Because it's like, I love Broadway stuff too, and I love <laughs> boobies too. <laughs> I don't know. I hate those stereotypes. Yeah. Uh, Andy shows up at Dawson's house wearing overalls of shame, I, I noted. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, she's got the whole yearbook. Remember signing yearbooks? I was like, oh, I was just thinking about yearbooks. And I still have all mine, do you? <laughs> oh, yeah, I have mine. Morgan has not one yearbook. I think maybe she has one from first grade. And I really need to buy this uh the senior this year's because she has mentioned it a couple of times how she's in the yearbook and I really need to buy one. There's this great picture of Dawson and Pacey and he's like, I signed on the faculty page. (laughs) Um, But Andy like gives him some great advice and hopefully he'll take it to heart. He says, she's like letting go is a daily event. So, yeah, that's so true when you're just so in love with somebody and, they're just not feeling the same way. You just have to keep reminding yourself that you need to let it go. Um, I, you know, maybe maybe I felt her Dawson here because I've I've definitely been in this situation before. You know, where you're just so convinced to yourself that you know it is totally his fault. It's not her fault. It's his fault. He's convinced her somehow, and now he wants nothing but to get in her pants. And I I am her true love. Oh, Dawson. Um, so, uh, I love Pacey's grand gesture with the wall writing, ask me to stay, you know, Mm. and he tells her, now you can just stare at that wall. (laughs) He walks away. (laughs) Um, so, uh, so let's just skip to the end here with the, the, the doc, the doc scene with Dawson and, uh, yeah, the most memed photo of Dawson. <laughs> the most memed photo of any photo. Uh, <laughs> remind me again, why did Dawson uh, change his mind and decide that Joey should be with Pacey? Uh, I, again, I think I think it had to do with uh, just just watching her throughout the day. She is in pain. He could tell she was in pain, and I think I think. Uh, 
I think he just started coming to his senses like, this is not going to work. It, he can't have her like this. He's, it's going to be, it's going to, it needs to be her choice. And, uh, you know, he, he even says that, like, he even, I think is kind of, I don't know if he's completely convinced, but I think he's, I, I wrote down one of the things he says is Pacey is this year's Paris. Like, Oh yeah. Year. Yeah. Yeah. And now, you know, she's again going to try to give something up because she wants to preserve this friendship with Dawson. And, uh, you know, he doesn't want her to do that again. He loves her too much. And uh, and he says, you love him like I love you, which is so sad. Um, but he then says, you're free. And uh, she she does. She runs off. Um, and that's when we see him just completely. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I laughed. I laughed so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I felt bad for Dawson. I definitely, you know, he, he was, he's been like the evil villain of this show the last few episodes, but just seeing this whole, like, he, cause he's just deluded himself. He is a fan of the movies. He's deluded himself into thinking that he is the hero of this story. And eventually she's going to come around, but he sees how just completely miserable she is. And now he, he you know, I think it just makes him think oh, this is not the way I want it. Um, yeah. I mean, it was nice that, um, in the first couple of seasons, filmmaking, that was Dawson's character. We saw, how he saw the world yeah. through making movies. And now it's like we see the dark side. We see the negativity yep, of it. Yep. We see that it's really, I don't know. Because, you you know, in one, in one light you cast it like, oh, he's just optimistic. He wants happy endings. He's, he's a dreamer, you know. Yeah. But he also is like, yes, and I am the center of the story, and you are this character, and you are this character, and you are my soulmate, and this this guy is a jerk, and he's the enemy, he's the villain of the story, and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so hopefully that changes a little bit, at least in season four. I don't know. I have no idea. That's so exciting to me. I have no idea where <laughs> this goes. Um, it, so I definitely wanted to mention the cry face again. Like, I've seen that image so many times in gift form, and in just meme form or whatever. And it's so quick on the show. It's so quick. Like, <laughs> I think it didn't even, probably didn't even register to me when I first saw it. Like, oh, he's crying. And no, when I were in the next scene, you know, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder who, I was thinking to myself, like, who is the internet uh, wonderkind that uh, uh, <laughs> was like watching the show and was like, I got to take a picture of that. <laughs> like, I got to make that into a GIF and then just shares it and, you know, it just seeds out like one by one person, like looking at this like pathetic <laughs> picture. And I wonder if like half of it is like, look at this, <laughs> see the well-coiffed young man <laughs> just <laughs> losing it emotionally. But then there's the other uh, side of it where it's like, um, you know, is do you think that's bad acting there? Do you think that's terrible cry face? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, I wonder what was the reaction when it aired that night? Yeah. Like, did people go crazy over it? Did people even notice it? Yeah, did it? Did people go, oh my, that's ridiculous. That is completely That ridiculous. is completely over the top. Yeah. But I don't know, you know, I have, I, 
I've cried uh, many times in my life, and you know, a few of those times, I I, I have looked in the mirror just to see how yeah. ridiculous I look. Maybe maybe the director decided that, like everybody said, that this is the pinnacle of melodrama of the yeah. show. That it deserved something more than just. Uh, pensive face, you know. Yeah. Pensive face is that a, is that the word I'm uh, looking for? <laughs> uh, not so pensive. I don't know. Um, yeah, I've had those moments. The, I've had the don't leave me moments, and I've been in full tear mode. And uh, 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 yeah, the, you're my, I'm sure my face did something like that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So. Um, just to close out with Dawson, uh, though, I love that, you know, this isn't the last we see of Dawson. Dawson has another scene where he goes up to his room and he's got his cheer up posse. He's got Jack and Andy and Jen who have just come back from their huge adventure. And they're just insisting like, nope, you're not going to do this alone. We're your friends. We're going to be here for you. And I totally wrote down Jen's line. Jen wrote, Jen says, this is some this is some alternate yeah, this is some alternate reality where our intellects are sharper, our quips are wittier, and our hearts are repeatedly broken while faintly in the background some soon to be out of date contempo pop music plays. <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect, Dawson. This is like so meta. Yeah. So uh that's it, right? That was nothing else happened in the episode, right? <laughs> <laughs> Pacey leaves. Pacey leaves. And, okay, so then Joey has the conversation with Dawson, and Dawson lets, you're free, like, you know, she needs his permission <laughs> to do anything. Yeah. yeah like, she's his, yeah. It's like she's his property. I know. And uh, it's so, uh, we, we could spend another half an hour talking about the issues that Dawson's, Dawson and, like, the unhealthy relationship they, they have, kind of, like, uh, anyway, sorry, sorry. And so she runs and asks permission to climb aboard. Yes. Now this is jokey permission. She li- she wasn't actually asking permission of this male figure too, right? Right. <laughs> Joey actually says, "I'm in love with you, and I want to come with you." Oh. <laughs> so she's going without a toothbrush, without <laughs> money, without an extra change of panties. Nope. Yeah. Just leaving. Yeah. Now, obviously, they're not going to have sex while on this boat trip because Joey having sex for the first time has got to be like a, a, a something that happens um, that we explore during the show, not during the summer hiatus. It can't just happen. It's like, oh, yeah, I had sex with Pacey. But, right. Are they going to like get in a fight and he's going to leave her like at the next dock? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I don't know. It's, it, it's funny. It, I was just thinking, man, in any other like – Relationship when the emotions are this high. I mean, God, the they're the way they're making out at the beginning of the longest day. Leave them alone for a couple of months on a boat. I mean, they're yeah. totally gonna have sex. <laughs> but for the sake of the show, that's probably that probably doesn't happen. Yeah, Pacey's like, oh, we'll hit hit a port in a couple of days. I don't know. Maybe maybe he pulls up to the dock by uh, the Potter's house. Can he drive the boat in that shallow creek? I don't. <laughs> So she could run in and get a suitcase. What is, I mean, what is Bessie going to think? Like, my my sister has gone missing. <laughs> like, why didn't she come back and grab anything? Obviously, she's been abducted. 
Uh, so that's it for that. We should we should definitely uh, indulge in some feedback though before we go. This is an extra extra long. Episode. Oh yes. Uh, but I do not want to forget. We got some great feedback. Okay. Um, oh, you were just posting in here. Sorry. Tom Palmer. Yes. Says, I love Joey Pacey. So this is my favorite part of the show. But if you like Dawson, this is this probably isn't great. Since he turns into like a 80s douche villain. <laughs> cheating at a sailboat race. Cheating at sailboat racing. Really? Throwing a whole anti-prom just to manipulate Joey. Really? Luckily, this season ends happily. <laughs> Happy ending. <laughs> and Shane says, one of my favorite images ever. Pacey and Joey forever. <laughs> Stephanie says, True Stephanie. Love is my favorite episode. I've watched it so many times over the years. Jen says, So happy you weren't too far away from what I spoiled. I was always a Joey Pacey shipper, so I'm happy right about now. I don't remember much about what comes up other than the series finale, so I'm looking forward to continuing the rewatch. I like that Jen is super removed from the other three. Off with Henry. Huh? She says, I feel like Jen. She doesn't like. I like Jen. Oh. <laughs> I feel like Jen is super removed from the other three. Off with Henry occasionally interacting with Jack. I hope she gets more to do because I'm not interested I'm not invested in her character at all right now. I mean, I am invested, but it does seem like she has her own side story going on that yeah. it's not Yeah, cuz Henry's not really involved with oh, everybody so, so. else. Henry is I mean, I really wanted Henry to be Something more, and, you know, and I liked. I was okay with him being emotionally stunted when they <laughs> when they were first starting to date. But man, he just was such like this completely immature, sad sack. The rest of the series, like he didn't, his character didn't grow at all with her. It just like he yeah, been through I, all that with her, and then he's at the end, he's like, "I'm leaving for football camp." <laughs> well, you know, when the season started, she was. She had closed herself off, and she was only spending time with her her GBF. And so Henry being very romantic, because that's all he was, was romantic and naive and immature. But he – so that's why her running after him at the end was supposed to be satisfying, because she was supposed to have had this season-long arc of coming out of her shell uh, emotionally – and being then, able and to being dumped for football camp or whatever. Yeah, eight weeks. Golly, can he, he's gonna come back so huge. He's gonna be swole. What's that? That what you call when somebody's like big and buff? He's gonna be huge. Yeah. Eight weeks of football. <laughs> well, I can imagine since he doesn't come back that perhaps uh, I don't know, like his bus gets jackknifed or something, <laughs> or like he, he gets on the final destination plane or something like that. <laughs> Uh-huh. I mean, I think they could have found another excuse for him to leave town. Yeah. I guess like, we'll find Mar- out. <laughs> like, I got a sick grandma in Ohio. Yeah. By the All way, right. you, uh, mentioned, you mentioned Jack uh, again uh, a moment ago, and I, I did forget to mention during Anti-Prom, I really loved the fact that uh, Joey and Jack had a scene together and they held hands. You know, and it was it was it was very sweet. You know. Yeah, kind of reminding us. They had a huge relationship before. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, let me finish Jen's uh, reply. Uh, I feel like Jen is super removed from the other three, off with Henry, occasionally interacting with Jack. I hope she gets more to do because I'm not invested in her character at at all right now. Winston says, uh, I feel like the writers really couldn't figure out Jen most of the time, and they couldn't figure out then they couldn't figure genuine ways to get her in the rest in with the rest of the crew. <laughs> right. Uh, let's hope that changes. I don't know. Um, Heidi says, I was not happy about this back in the day, which was normal for Dawson's Creek season's season finale. I was a Dawson and Joey shipper for sure. Maybe this time will be different. Yeah. Heidi's still got to catch up with us. So <sighs> Stephanie Zimmer says one continue. One continuity thing that bugs me about true love, though, after she runs from the wedding where and how does she get uh, a change of clothes? I love her outfit at the end of the episode, but I never understood how she had enough time to run home and change before going to the dock. (laughs) Another thing I remember that uh, is that fans were encouraged to send WB little sailboats to keep this couple together. It was the first fan campaign I could remember for a couple. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, Winston says, and by the way, uh, uh, you know Winston's a fan. He actually has a, a Dawson's Creek uh, Twitter uh, um, <laughs> avatar or Twitter handle. Yeah, um, it's uh, his. I think it's Capeside Redemption. That's uh-huh. That's his, uh, so. Um, Winston says, I don't know if it was just me, but what made the last stretch really rewarding was the fact that after the episodes where everyone treated Pacey as if he was really in the wrong and foolish, Joey does choose him because had she not, that would have made sitting through all the other characters viewing what Pacey did as a betrayal just unbearable. And I don't know if I would have kept watching at that point. Uh, yeah, that was true. Like, you know, it was sad to see Mitch, like, for instance, climb on Dawson's boat, you know, take a take a side in the whole thing when, you know, Pacey has been friends with them, since, friends with him since they were children, you know, uh, tiny children, not older children. Um, yeah, yeah. It's too bad that, like, he, like, Pacey didn't end up, like, hanging out with Grams or Jen or whatever, you know, much. He just kind of stuck to himself and worked on that boat. <laughs> Uh, also, the boat got built pretty quickly, didn't it? Anyway, I'm mm-hmm. just reading. I'm just thinking more things as we're going along. Uh, Winston ends. It says, "I also have a severe love-hate relationship with season four. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, and I can't wait to read this BuzzFeed article you posted in our Facebook group, which is Facebook.com/slash/groups/slash/Dawson's Group. <laughs> and it says, "In case you aren't one of the five people who." Started listening when we started this group. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's always interesting when I see people like added to the group. I keep worrying that they're like spammers or whatever, but mm-hmm. apparently people are somehow find us, so that's awesome. But I can't wait to see read this article. Let's remember the episode where Dawson ugly cried. <laughs> Such an ugly cry. <laughs> it's a typical BuzzFeed. Yeah. Sarcastic, you know. Mm-hmm. Poor Dawson. Anyway. That's it for feedback. We actually got some feedback in this week, and uh, there's your extra long episode, folks, for the pinnacle of uh, Dawson's Creek. We'll see. Um, Next time, senior year, baby. We're in season four. (laughs) Oh, really? Senior year. And uh, (laughs) then at the end of the season, of course, the mayor is going to (laughs) ascend. 
and Dawson's <laughs> going to have to fight this giant snake. But of course, Pacey will look like more of a hero than him, and Dawson will do something super petty and tricking the snake, and yada, yada, yada. Uh, so, four episodes this next coming up. Uh, uh, the episodes are Coming Home, Failing Down, or maybe it's a typo and it was falling down. I don't know. Uh, the Two Gentlemen of Capeside and mm. Future Tense. So, uh, 58 episodes down, 70 to go. Ooh, what? <laughs> We're not even halfway? In a couple of weeks, we'll be halfway. We're cruising. We're cruising. We're, uh, if we stay on track, uh, listeners, uh, we will be done with Dawson's Creek by the end of September. And uh, since iZombie isn't returning till 2017... I'm pretty certain that we're going to have no problem in uh, finishing Dawson. So uh, stick with us and uh, thank you for listening. Steph, anything else from you? My brain is shutting down. Good night. All right. Uh, Steph and I are going to jump on the sailboat and uh, cruise (laughs) on into season four. (laughs) Bye, everybody.